Greetings and salutations to our fine podcast audience. Welcome to episode 101. 101. All right. We're, we're in a new era. We are. Oh, wow. In the hundred. I feel like it. Well, we're in the new year. We, we are, are in the new year. 2022. We're, we're here we are in 2022. Of course, we're recording this before the new year. Maybe everything exploded. Maybe they were wrong. Maybe it wasn't Y2K. <laughs> well, if that Maybe happened, it was Y2K22. No so and that was it. No was, one's seen it. Yeah. Windows 11 has rolled out. Has it? Oh, has is it, it yeah. coming out in the beginning? John was of the year? installing it on his computer today in 2021. That isn't okay. shocking. <laughs> He's up on it. So uh, my computer won't run it. Oh, uh, not strong enough. Huh? I don't know. I don't know why it just said it. this will not be able to upgrade to okay. Windows 11. All right. It's a. It's so their is it a free to, upgrade? It is, but it's a. You know, they did that with Windows 10 too. They're yeah. just trying to sell more computers. Yes. So assuming uh, assuming that we made it into the new year. We did. <laughs> assuming, which is a pretty good assumption because that's how it works. Yeah, we're it not very pessimistic. I'm assuming. No, I'm, not I'm at assuming. All. If we didn't make it, that means probably Jesus came back. Yeah. Yeah. But I'm tired. All those people that think. Look <laughs> like how excited we were at that idea of Jesus coming back. Yeah. <laughs> no, I was on something else. Yeah. I was on something else. I yeah. want to point out, Jesus, that I said it hopefully. I was thinking about something else. I was thinking about all the people. I'm going to be like Fonzie when Jesus comes back. Hey. Like, like I have to tell Jesus what I thought. Yes. Like he <laughs> cares. Like, yeah, you said it optimistically. Yeah. Jesus but I is like, what was really going on. I'm not paying attention. <laughs> I have more important things to do. Please stop talking to me. I was just going to say that all the. All the people that uh, often predict that you know the world's going to end on some of these significant moments like New Year's yeah. or the strike of some kind of date, I, 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 those are the ones that I usually discount. Because, oh, totally. You know what I mean? Because I, I don't think that's how it's going to roll. Yeah. But I could be wrong. I just don't think that's how Jesus is going to do it. Yeah. But that may be the way He surprises you. That's right. <laughs> That'll be my thief in the night. <laughs> That'll be your thing. Your, oh, oh, they did predict it. Got me right on the strike at midnight. <laughs> oh, Jesus. You figured it out. <laughs> but I won't be disappointed. No, no. I, I or maybe, to. maybe all these people have figured it out and Jesus keeps going, well, I can't let them be right. So well, I'm not coming back so. now. I'm changing it. I'm going well, to the next if one. If all you bozos would quit predicting yeah, stop it. stop predicting it because Jesus, he's like, okay. Jesus is just a contrarian. Every time you do it, he's like, I'm not coming back when you said I'm coming back. I was coming back on Tuesday, but now I'm not. That's going to sit right me, here. That makes me like him more. Me <laughs> <laughs> too. I was going to say that. like what I would do. Yeah. Not doing it. Not coming back now. Because if Jesus is just like you, he's awesome. Oh, well, he, no. <laughs> Jesus did not need to be like me. No. Uh, okay. So, so Someone's going to put us on some kind of heresy watch. Out there, some YouTube person's going to be scratching these together. Can you uh, trust? I already know who that is. Well, <laughs> I was just going to say that we're already on there. If, yeah. that's the tr- if that's the case, we're there. False teachers. We are. That's That's been said to me before. Yes. So, what I was going to ask you is New Year's, and here we are. Are you, are you a type of person that are into resolutions? And if so, how, how, do, they, how do you feel about them? Have you ever done one that lasted and I'm assuming you mean New Year's resolutions. Yeah, New Year's resolutions. Because I am a person who is making minute-by-minute resolutions. Yeah, well, and my, and my, wife, yes. my wife is very upset because I tend to stick to a lot of them. Oh. And about every two weeks, I'll go, now we're doing this. Oh, so and they last two weeks. No, no, I just they're just brand new. I mean, it's completely... Oh. You've got a pile of them. Oh, they're just up there, <laughs> and I'm just doing them all the time. And I, I like new things, so... Huh. That's Eventually, the old ones must go by the wayside. They have to. But you can't the do that. You can't keep piling them yeah. up. They're revisions. 
Yeah, revisions. Yeah, <laughs> revisions. That's a good way to say it. So, so you are a resolutions person. I oh, guess. yeah. I am all about, like, remember uh, we read that book we were just talking about on the last podcast? Atomic Habits. Atomic Habits. Yep, me too. And I realized a lot of the things that were in that book were were the ways I approach making habits. I had never mm. formalized them, but I go, oh, that makes sense because that's my nature. I am very much in good and bad ways. Mm. I have... And all of us have habits, so yeah. I mean that's not a thing. But I'm very much about making the way I make changes. I have to schedule it. I have to mm-hmm. put it. I have to make a routine around it. If I don't make a routine, it won't ever happen. And um, so yeah, I have lots of it, but I tend to not make them at New Year's. Maybe okay. maybe that's contrarian of me. Uh, I think so. It feels like everyone else is, but it, all of it for me is whenever like the inspiration strikes. I hear of a good idea. Mm. Like, uh, uh, right now, I guess at the point this airs, it's been uh, over 13, 14 months since I made the decision I wasn't going to eat meat anymore. Mm. Uh, I eat it like once a month. And that decision was made. So that's not a really. I don't eat it anymore. It's a cheat day. It's a cheat day. It's a cheat day. Got it. Uh, Got so, uh, it. I will kill you on this day. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I don't care about killing animals. I think he's animals. doing it for that reason. I ain't doing anything for killing animals. I don't care about the thing. No, it has nothing to do with that. So, But those are the assumptions people make. <laughs> yes. uh, people like to make assumptions. And so one of the, uh, but that decision was just made in a day. Like it wasn't like, a, oh, I really need to think this out, which is probably a bad, probably a bad way to approach things. But I tend to just go, well, yeah. if that's a good idea, let's just do it and let's make it happen. And because mm-hmm. I'll come to my wife and go, oh, we're just going to move all the money over here now. <laughs> that's been one thing that I've had to go. Oh, well, that's a better. Let's just move it all over there. Wow. I, I have to. I have to slow down. On We're also sorry for Miss Jennifer. <laughs> yeah. She's Jennifer's like, so got now I've got to have a new password for new things. Yeah, you got to use the same password. Password one two three four. <laughs> yeah, it's the same. <laughs> so. Now all your money's gone. <laughs> and then it just yeah, it disappeared. Yeah, and it just oh, gave yeah. away your password. <laughs> how, did, how did they know? <laughs> so. so Ed, are you doing any resolutions this year? You know, I don't know if I'll do any resolutions or not. Uh, <laughs> if y'all don't know, we're recording this before the new year. I do love the new year. Mm-hmm. And I love the new beginning, mm-hmm. and uh, it is uh, typically around here, the end of the year, once we get past Christmas, that last week is really, really slow at work. It's my favorite uh, work week of the year, because often I'm one of the only people working, and it's very reflective for me. Mm-hmm. I love that week. I often can sort of think through what's happened, what I, uh, I, so... I like that part of it, whether there will come anything out of it that I go, you know what, I, I need to change this personally. I used to change lots of things about the church <laughs> during that time of, you know what we need to do, yeah. and uh, then I'd come back and tell everybody things. I don't do Maybe that. that's where I get it from. <laughs> well, we're done with that now. <laughs> We're doing this now. Oh, great. Yeah. Now we got to... Jason's been around long enough that I used to do things like yeah, that. I do that, and I don't yeah. do that anymore. This, actually, you mentioned that. This uh, right... This... Part of the first week of the year uh, marks my 25th year at Community oh, Christian. Oh, there you go. I came to Community Christian the first Sunday of we 1996. We've been being here for 25 years, more than we did Jesus returning. <laughs> <laughs> and he said we, and I was the only one that applauded. Anyway. <laughs> I said yay with a little bit more yeah, enthusiasm. Yeah, you know, yeah. Yeah, it was, it was January 1997. And, and I was, um, it made me think of that because you said... After 25 years of working at this church, he is absolutely right. We have many, many, many times come into the office and Ed goes, well, fellas, we're blowing the thing up. And we're, <laughs> we're going to do this for a while. I've had a chance to think about some things. Yes. 
yeah. then and then about the time we get that blow up put together, I'll go well, guys. Lighten the fuse, <laughs> and that's gonna blow up. Stick a dynamite on that. Yeah. So I, I don't do that anymore, thank goodness. That's so right. we're lots of resolutions, people. We're just not always very resolute. <laughs> <That's right. laughs> just we're very fluid. I am yeah. a quick changer. We yeah. love we love change. That is true. That's true for me too. That's probably where I so get. I you know I do reflect and I will probably make some decisions about myself uh, during this time and things that I want to change, but mm-hmm. I don't really direct the church that way anymore. Thank goodness. Yes. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> yeah. What about you, Jason? You a resolution guy? You know I'm I'm a, I, I got that little contrarian in me too. I try I don't like to do things the way everybody else does them. So. You know, if I'm going to change something, I'll change it in March <laughs> or something like that, which is what I did. Uh, actually, last March, I changed my diet as well. I, I went to like an extremely low-carb diet, lost a bunch of weight, and, you know, tried to get a little bit healthier and things like that. But, yeah, I, I'm not, honestly, a New Year's resolution kind of guy. Um, Have you had any New Year's resolutions ever that you go, oh, or like any changes that you were like, oh, that happened because of a New Year's resolution? Mm, nothing I, nothing that I can point to that I would have said in the moment, that's a New Year's resolution. There are some things that I started at the beginning of a year that wound up sticking, but they were more like I think about, you know, I started a, a new way of doing discipleship with a bunch of men around here oh, in, sure. in the yeah. new year uh, yeah. in 21. And that year had a huge impact mm-hmm. on sure. me in the way that I follow Jesus. And so... But it wasn't me saying, I'm going to do a resolution. It was actually entering into a community right. that decided, well, we're going to start something new. And that proved to be big, influential in my life. I'll say this. I didn't have an answer, and then I thought of one while you were saying okay. it. I don't remember if this was a resolution or not, but it did start. I grew a beard. Mm. The This, this I guess, not this beard. You know how that whole yeah. works, the skin cells. It's always a new beard. It's always we get changing. that. Fluid, we, we get that. Fluid, fl- fluid life. But you started but the process. I of did beard on growing. on New Year's Day. I hadn't like shaved for like three weeks, and I had a little bit of stubble. And I, my, my I, wife and you both were like, "You should try growing a beard." My wife had always wanted me to grow a beard, and I said, "I don't know if I could." And I already at that point had more stubble than anyone else in my family, mm. including my wife. I, I, am, that. I, <laughs> had, uh, I am not capable of growing that. And I remember that day and I just said to you, man, I admire that. You should, yeah. you should go for it mm-hmm. and just see what comes out so, of it. So it wasn't really a resolution. I just said, okay, I'll try. And then I was able to grow a beard. Now my wife's like, you can't ever shave your beard. Everyone always wants, when my, when my uh, first daughter, who's not my youngest daughter, I always have to, it's a weird thing to think, but my first daughter is my youngest daughter. She When she was really little, everyone wanted me to shave it for one of those reaction videos. I don't know if you've seen the videos where dad shaved yes. their beards and the babies don't recognize yes, them. Yes, I've and seen those. And it like freaks the kid out, which mm-hmm. I'm always like, I've never understood that trend. I know, I know parents who do that. Why either. is that entertaining? Yeah, why is your goal to make your child cry? I know parents who do that, like this whole... Whatever, now I'm probably causing up things. But at this point, people are doing all these elf-on-the-shelf things. And I saw a mom who cut holes in their in their son's favorite shirt from the elf-on-the-shelf and was like, he didn't think it was very funny. I said, I'm going to come in your house and yeah. cut up your... What? Why is that entertaining right. as a parent? Let me ruin my 13-year-old's day. You know, we had that happen, now that you mention it. my One of my daughters had that experience. I didn't get it on film because I wasn't, you know, trying to be you a... You weren't trying like, to. Yeah, so... My wife actually uh, did her hair differently, oh. and mm. one of our daughters was in the crib when they, were a baby. when they were really small in the crib, 
and she was taking a nap. Mom went out, got her hair done. It was a completely different color, different. My wife has curly hair. They straightened it. I mean, looked oh, completely wow. different. And she, she said, oh, she's still asleep. I'm like, yeah, you can go in and get her up. It's time for her nap and be over. And she walks in the room and my daughter stands up in the crib and just loses it uh, because she heard her voice. Uh, she heard the voice coming out of this yeah, it's face. Yeah, stranger's face. Yeah, and, I, and we felt horrible for our kid because yeah. we realized, oh, this was traumatic for her little, little brain. Her little brain was like, I yeah. can't trust this person. <laughs> but if I was like most parents, I would have filmed it and put it online and thought it was great. Oh, but, you know, this is, so this I is didn't think it was Look great. at this idiot. Oh, <laughs> traumatized my child. Here, such a baby. What is, what is, what is, what is, 16th birthday, I rented a casket. I act like I was dead. <laughs> That's right. Ed, you just gave some people an idea. I know. So yeah, I know. I'm doing it. I'm going to do that. This is what I feel good. like when I go, you go out. I'm not here anymore. Love me now. Hashtag mom life. You know, that, that's actually probably already been done. Oh, I'm, I'm sure, sure Google it. Unfortunately. So, all right. So, that's... That's how we feel. You know, about everyone, every, everyone who's watching this goes, I don't like that podcast anymore. They make fun not. of what I did with my elf on the shelf. Yeah. Uh, my casket at my kids' I guarantee <laughs> birthday party. I, guarantee I thought it was it. great. That parent quit listening a long time ago. Yeah, that's true. So here we go. All that's right. True. Time for listener questions. Listener Yay. questions. Yay. Yay. Thank you for questions. We, we had two them. people clap on that one. <laughs> None for Jesus. None for Jesus. <laughs> uh, uh, this question was I'm saying, thankful Jesus doesn't keep score like Nathan does. All I'm going to say is, maybe you're wrong about that. <laughs> He's hard, man. So, uh, uh, and by the way, I hadn't mentioned this for a while. You can send us a, a question. It's The link is right here on the page. For, if you're listening to this podcast, it's right below the play button right there in the description. If you're watching it on YouTube, it's right below this video. There's a link right there. It says, send us a question. And uh, we answer Almost everything gets sent to us. Or you can email us. You can email us, help at community-christian.net, or anything at community-christian.net. <laughs> it'll get to somebody. Yeah, it'll, it'll come to some, one of us. <laughs> so, Walk up uh, to us on the street. <laughs> Say, yeah. can you answer this on the podcast? And, yeah, then we won't answer it right then. No, we'll answer well, it on that's the podcast. Why it's podcast. So, all right, today we have a question. That's and, how I uh, approach all questions, by the way. Is it? If my wife asks me a question, I say, uh, you have to ask me on the podcast. I'm, I'm going to answer that on the Are podcast. you coming home for lunch tomorrow? Ask the podcast. Which is why you and your wife don't talk much, because exactly. she never listens to we this. We don't. I just come home and say, now we're all vegan. <laughs> and our money went somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> we sent our money away. It's yeah. in Haiti. Got to go find it. <laughs> okay, so here's the question. Ready? What are your thoughts on Catholicism? And the main question is, are Catholics Christian? We are not Catholic, so yeah. I guess that... <laughs> I think our thoughts on Catholicism probably aren't as important, being that we are not Catholic. Probably but, not. Uh, yeah. yeah. I, would say, I would say this to answer the second part of the question. Any person who uh, not only claims that Jesus is Lord of their life, mm. but lives as a disciple of Jesus, with Jesus being Lord of their life, saying, I am surrender everything to Jesus, I want to follow Jesus and live in his new community... Uh, known as the church, that person is a Christian. Mm. And so, are there Catholics who are Christian? Absolutely. Are are there people who would say, I am Catholic, but are not following Jesus? Absolutely. Just like there are people who attend community Christian yes. church Since and would call themselves much. Christians, but are yes. not following Jesus. That's so, right. I, these kind of questions to me, anytime you're trying to label things, they become very mm. much who's in, who's out. That's right. 
I consider Catholics brothers and sisters in Christ. So if that's the question, yes. I believe, mm -hmm. once again, Catholics who are trying to follow Jesus and trying to bring about his kingdom on mm -hmm. earth through all, all the things that we would consider a Christian, yep. just because you're a Catholic, I would not consider you not a brother or yeah, sister. Yeah, I thought this would be a good, for, to, to get at this question, I just thought it would be a good conversation for us to have is, you know, what is a Christian? Because that really is what it comes down to. And I think you, you sort of began to sum that up uh, in what you were saying yeah. there, Nathan. Because what, what, is, what does make uh, someone a quote-unquote... Because Christian is a, just a title. I mean, let's be honest. In, in the scriptures, that word that we now use as Christian was not a label or a compliment. It was actually... twice. Maybe three times? Yeah. And I don't think it's a thing that they ever use for themselves. No, no, no. The church, no. it's always, it was at Antioch that they were called Christians, and yep. it was a derogatory term. It for was. There is a place where he writes to all the Christian churches or something like that, but mm -hmm. I, it's, a, it's a way later kind of thing. I don't yeah. think anybody was, they call themselves followers of the way. Mm -hmm. Disciple is really the word that mm -hmm. gets used a lot. It's the word that Jesus would have used. That's right. My disciples, my followers. You know, that Brothers kind of and sisters are often referred to as yep. it. Certainly the church, they would refer to each other as the church. Yep. Um, it, I think what people are asking when they ask this question is, you know, what, 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 boil it down, what makes a person a Christian? Well, and I find a lot of times, I got, you know, again, when we have only a question, the thing with text and you can't have a conversation, mm. I don't know if the person... Is trying to figure out. So, if they are Christian, why are we separate? Why was yeah, there a problem? You know important. that that's. And if if they're Christian and Baptists are Christians and we're Christians and the Episcopals are Christians, then why aren't we all working together? Well, that's a really really good. But it's yeah. a different question than are they Christian? Well, there there are people in all of those things that. Well, and often what I think people, and I would say this in the conversations I've had. Once again, because I've had these face-to-face -face with people, especially younger people, they're asking, are Catholics going to heaven? Yes. Because when most people are asking me, is this person a Christian, or are these people saved, the, the language they're trying to get to is, is that person going to heaven or hell, which was not Jesus' idea of what made a person a Christian or not a Christian, or a disciple or a whatever label we want to use. That was not his primary motivation in having conversations with people about following him. And so I think that gets distracted away from the, the the answer I often give to people is we will be surprised at who is in heaven and who is in hell. Oh yeah. We there will be people I'd go, I didn't think you'd be well, <laughs> people that I thought would that mm -hmm. you know I didn't mean to distract because I think the way you were going about let's talk about what it takes to make a Christian, that's a really good important mm -hmm. topic that can yeah. come out of this. Yeah. But I get I have and I just I guess maybe because it's been on my mind I just had a conversation that falls under what I call uh, watchdog Christianity, mm. that there's some people that really believe all doctrine, every single, we all have to line up, and if you don't line up with yeah. these exact things I believe, then you you aren't, a, if you and I don't agree, then we can't both be Christian. Wow, yeah. You know what I'm saying? I do, yeah. And there's a whole branch, and I, I was in that branch of Christianity for a yeah. while where everything has to line up, Mm -hmm. And if it's not, then there's something. And we got to separate. We got to separate, mm -hmm. and we can't call each other brother. Yep. All those things. That's a different thing that could also be a part of this. I don't know for sure what the you know behind mm -hmm. this. Mm -hmm. yeah. Well, and you know, I know that all of us have had. This is often the frustration 
uh, when you're working with other believers to try and accomplish something is I've, I've been in those kind of meetings before where you're working with other people and someone goes, hey, what if we did this for the community? Or, hey, what if we did this? And it almost becomes, I mean, I don't. this may sound too negative, it almost becomes a very political thing mm-hmm. like, hey, we need to tack this on to that so that, because my church really cares about this, and then it's, oh, we need to tack this. And go, okay, well, we're trying... We're not trying to do everything. We're trying to do this, but it becomes this like, well, because we're from this denomination or we have this thing or we're in this movement or this branch, and it really holds us up from doing what Jesus called us to do at times when we get really focused on things that when you get far enough back, you go, that really is minutia. It really is a smaller issue. It's not a core issue like, is Jesus the Son of God and should he be king of our lives? <laughs> That, I mean, that's a big issue. Well, if a person would say, and that's what John, the, in the, in, the Apostle John would say is, anyone who can't claim Jesus as Christ, they, they are the ones yeah. who are not. But if, if someone's claiming Jesus as Christ and they are living with him as Christ, that's a brother or sister. And, mm-hmm. and yeah. it becomes, we get ourselves really worked up on, on the wrong kind of stuff. There are obviously things on the watchdog side that if somebody said to me, well, the Catholics believe this. Do you agree with that? That's no, that's there are right. some things I don't agree with, and and that's the reason I choose not to worship at a Catholic church. Right? Yes. Would I work with them on things, and do I expect to see do I, that one issue? Do I expect it keeps them from fellowshipping with the Father through Jesus? I don't. Right. Mm-hmm. And so when somebody, and I know of people who you know I used to go to church with, who now are go to Catholic churches. I don't have the thought of those people are in some kind of danger. No. Uh, you know, so maybe I should. I don't know. That That's where my head went to on this. I do think there are Christians in the, in the Catholic Church. I don't think everybody in the Catholic Church is. I don't think every doctrine they teach is right. Mm-hmm. But I don't think that... I don't think it's somehow... I don't think... But I'd say that the, about any Oh, yeah. There, there are probably things that... That uh, if it came right down to it, that I hear people say at Community Christian, they go, ah, I mm-hmm. wouldn't have said it. But I still way. call them brother and sister. Yeah. Absolutely. And, yeah. we're, and we're still in small group together. So <laughs> I'm, just exactly. saying, I'm just saying this, but I mean, we've had those conversations, and I've never once said, there are people who, and I mean, you know this, and you may think this about us, that we believe some wacky things, but you still, you still, we still worship with people, mm-hmm. and we're still having those. And I, and I think to the point that you're trying to make here, that I think is huge, is that ultimately, I'm not in, I'm not, I'm not in fear of a person necessarily being in danger because I ultimately believe that what Jesus called me to is a life of loving Him and loving other people who are in. Not just in my community, but people outside, loving my neighbor as myself, loving every person I come in contact with. And a person who says my chief goal in life is following Jesus and following him to love God and love people. I go, okay, I think that person's on the right track. And I don't have to get into the minutiae on what do you believe about all these specific doctrines. Because I also think at the same time, there are things, and we would say this, that we have had the wrong focus at times. That we have gone, oh, you know what? We need because I know all three of us would say there are there are sermons we have preached before that if we, if you gave me that script today I'd go I'm gonna I have to change some it. of this I yeah. would not say it that way me anymore. too I'm gonna have me to too. change it because I don't even try to believe that anymore does that mean does that mean that when I preached that I was a false teacher that was leading people away from Jesus I don't believe so uh-huh. I believe that I've learned well, and that many, I'm grown. how many of us believe the exact same things we believed at twenty. 
and at 30, now I'm getting past you. But, <laughs> yeah. you know, it's like, it's like me, you know, saying, you know, do I, do I still live life the way I did as a middle schooler? Well, no, because I was an idiot back then. Right. But I've also, I take idiocy as part of me. That's right. <laughs> and and I'll, I'll have it with me. And I'm hopefully, as I grow and I mature and as I learn, because hopefully you're learning, my, my beliefs, my, my viewpoints, at the core stay the same, but those tangential stuff that's all around it that gets formed, and hopefully I'm being formed into the image of Christ right. and, and if I'm as I change. If I'm following Jesus with his people, and those are my core things, I'm going to follow Jesus, I'm going to try to do what he says, it means I'm studying his word, all the things that I have wrong, the community of people around me will help me get right. Mm -hmm. And if I'm trying to live in that submission, everything I have wrong will be okay. But if I, and this is where, and, and this was me for a while, so I'm not, I'm not trying to throw yeah, stones at anybody too. of that what it means to be a Christian is there are 12 things or 20 things or 50 things or two things, and those two things have to be absolutely perfect. You know, and if I if I believe them, well, check, I'm good, no matter what else is wrong in my life. Mm -hmm. I don't think it's as cut and dry as that. Yeah, well, it goes back to a discussion we had just a few, I remember just a few weeks ago on this podcast about uh, someone asked a question. I can't remember the question, but I do remember our discussion turned to, it all comes down to what you think God is like. Yeah. And, and if, if the answer to your question paints God as a God who's a gotcha God, right. who's a, oh, you, there was that one thing that you messed up and everything else you did okay on, but here's the one thing. And so that's it. That's right. I gotcha. And he's just looking for the one thing. You've painted a picture of God that certainly Jesus wasn't painting. Right. He didn't live that out. And, and I believe the whole of Scripture doesn't give us and, and so I think a lot of times that's where these questions originate is, like you said, I've got a checklist and i got to check them all off. If I don't, if I miss one, God's going to get me. And on the other side is true. I know people that live this way. I got the one in Portland right, mm -hmm. and I can do whatever I want in that's this right. other area. Yep. But I got this one right, and when mm -hmm. it comes time, I got God in the bind. Yeah. I mean, mm -hmm. he... he he may not be a gotcha God, but I got him. Yeah. He said, all you got to do is do this. And I said that prayer, and Pray I got baptized, and I did this thing, and the rest of my life is over here. But this one thing, mm. I got right. I just, that, that, that's not the way, that's not the way Jesus describes God. Well, yeah. and it's, it's not, it's not the end goal of what Jesus was inviting us into. Jesus was inviting us into a loving relationship with him, and in that relationship is this other community of other people who love Jesus. And so if the end goal is we're all trying to love Jesus by loving one another, there are going to be things that we even... And I think about like I think about the book of Acts where they would make what you might even call like doctrines or policies mm -hmm. about stuff. Like I think about the very famous one in Acts uh, 15 where they're having this Jerusalem council about yeah. should people who weren't Jewish be circumcised or not. And they come out of that by saying, no, they don't have to. But here's some things that all of them should do. Mm -hmm. And he lists some things in there. And so he basically goes, you don't have to get circumcised. And then Paul goes, Timothy. <laughs> we're, we're, we're gonna have to circumcise you. Yeah. And Timothy's yeah. like, "What?" <laughs> and then Titus is standing on the other side. And he goes, "Not you, Titus." And Timothy, like, "What?" <laughs> yeah. Wait a minute. 
wait a minute, I want the TARDIS playing. Yeah, it's like, what, 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 it's going to have to happen. He's like, what, didn't we just have the conversation? <laughs> mm-hmm. And then in other places, he's like, you don't have to worry about the food. And then some places, like, no, you do got to worry, worry about, about the food. And it's this whole thing where it goes, I can see how in a very modern rationalistic way we go you need to tell me what is good for all time at all times and that's a doctrine i'm going to believe forever when what paul is saying is we're all trying to help people love jesus and there are these little incidental things Mm -hmm. that kind of get in the way of that so if i need to minimize that here i'm going to minimize that here if i need to maximize this here i'm going to maximize but the end goal of everything is that we would be people who fully love jesus by loving the people that are around us and so that's why and i think any Christian in any church has to hold kind of loosely. There are going to be things that as I pursue Jesus, I'm going to figure out maybe I had maybe I had a focus on this other thing in the wrong direction. And I'm going to be open to what Jesus says through through the scriptures to reveal that this is who he is. And we and we all do that. Every person does that. Yeah. And I think that's part of it. That doesn't mean that then I have to every person I interact with, I have to go, if we're going to be brothers and sisters, you've got to pass this test. Yeah. That, and, you're going to have a very small community. Yeah. Yeah. And I just think, <laughs> I just think it's tough. And I'm not saying that this person. I don't know what they meant by the question. Yeah. So we've, we've, yeah. we've discussed several ways it could be answered. Mm-hmm. I do think that in the end, it's for a Christian, you are following Jesus. You put your trust in Jesus, which means I will do whatever Jesus asks me to do because I trust him. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, my understanding of that grows over time. So then once you look back, you know, at the point I've been following now for a long, long time, that I look back and there were things I wasn't doing in the beginning that I now know I should have been doing. I don't think at that point I was somehow lost because I didn't understand at that point. Mm -hmm. But my intent has been for the whole 40-some-odd years that I am my feet are pointed toward Jesus and I'm trying to follow him. And I'm confident in another 10, 15 years if the Lord allows me to live that long that there will be things I look back and go, you know, when I was 62, I didn't have this figured out. And it doesn't mean I was lost, but my feet are pointed toward them. I think there are people that are doing that same thing that are in Catholic churches because of the intent. And I think there are people that aren't doing that in all kinds of churches as well. We we just have to get really clear on, I know it, it, it makes it confusing, and it may be that this person is, you know, we have people in our church that grew up, mm-hmm. and I had this conversation with lots of people. They grew up Catholic, and they're coming to our church, and they're growing, and their parents are very worried about them. Yeah, mm-hmm. they are very. They don't feel like they are Christian, yeah. right? Because they're, you know, in one of their teachings is to do with communion, and you can only receive communion, you know, and those kind of things. I would try my best not to argue about those things if yeah. I could. Yeah. <laughs> You know, I, that, I don't know where that comes from either. That's a whole other thing of no. not being able to answer in this with a, with the whole context of it. Yeah, but I'm like you. I, I, there's there's another side of that as well. I mean, there, there's people that, you know, when I was, the tradition I grew up in would have answered that question very differently than what, you know, they would look and say, no, they those folks are outside of God's, you know, plan and and we need to go evangelize those people and get them into our community because mm-hmm. they're in danger and all this kind of stuff and um, would would worry about their family members who went That's the right. other side mm-hmm. and so um, it there's that there's that way of thinking on both ends so yeah. well and I think if, even in, in in those contexts if I if I do think as long as this is what I think in my head is that 
maybe this person isn't fully loving Jesus. That's a different conversation. It than is. You should stop being Catholic and be this because, as mm-hmm. we've said, you could you could you could be coming to Community Christian Church and not fully love Jesus. And so it that does not determine whether I love Jesus or not. Mm-hmm. And I should be having that conversation, and it should be easier to mm-hmm. have that conversation with a Catholic brother or sister than it is with someone who doesn't even acknowledge Jesus, right. that it should be easier to say, hey, let's talk about our faiths and let's see mm-hmm. how you love Jesus. What is it you learn? Because there are things that I learn uh, from Catholic theologians, from people who are in these things, and I go, oh, that's... That's a that's an emphasis on Jesus I never thought of before, and thank you for giving me a better picture of Jesus than I've had before. And there are ways that we can do that. If once again our goal is I want to love Jesus by loving other people better. So if I am worried that my brother or sister or my mother or father is, approach it from that standpoint right. of let's talk about what we love about Jesus, not where I think you're totally off and you need to come to my side of the fence. I, I do, and maybe this is my watchdog heritage coming out, I do want to make sure people hear us say that we are not saying that anybody that goes to anything that has church next to its name oh, sure. is, yeah. is Christian. Sure. Yeah. There, it really does come down to, are you following Jesus, not something... Some group of people decided, and then they tacked Jesus onto it. Right? Uh, am I following Jesus? Am I putting my faith in Him to be to make me right with God? What that what His death on the cross did something that bridged the gap between me and God, that made peace between me and God, that became you know the ransom between me and God, so that we could have a relationship with me and God again. When I put my trust in that. Mm-hmm. Uh, I become a follower of Christ. I, we are not saying that every church, everything that has church tied to it, yeah, and that all point. that good all point. religions. I don't want anybody thinking that's what we're saying because that's clearly not what no. we're saying. Uh, the question you have to ask her then is when they say well, I'm following Je- which Jesus? Yeah, because there are different versions of Jesus. Sure. That's right. That are out there in in some cults. That's right. <laughs> that that crop up and they 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 are not when we say Jesus, they're that's not right. meaning the same thing that we say when we say Jesus. So that's that's a good distinction to point out there. So, all right, that's a good place to end. So. Hopefully they got it all. The Hopefully way to the they end. didn't turn us off before we got to that. I should have probably said that earlier. Got all the way to the end, but we, yeah, but we were getting on some other issues. Yeah. So, but yeah, good. We finally bring it, land the plane there. <laughs> so, all right, all right. So we are off uh, till next week. Uh, we don't, I don't know what's coming up next week. We will find out when we get there. I always like to give a preview, but I don't have a preview this week. So I'm just gonna have to leave it there. Enjoy your new year, and if you have a resolution. Hopefully you stick with it. Read the book Atomic Habits. That'll show you how to do it. Exactly. There you go. All right. So we will see you right here next week. Thanks for listening. Bye-bye.